we need to stop hurting people and bringing the solution to the table. And this was the amazing piece about the three days was I felt there was hope. There was opportunity for possibility. And there were people who are willing not just to become aware of what's happening across the world, not just to become aware of there is so much problems here, but to go, how do I own that? Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged. Intention starts from a no-judgment zone. A certain age is not criteria and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. We are live at the decision table. Okay, here at the decision table, we look at problem, we look at solution, and we go, how do we narrow that gap? In many situations, there's much that can bring division to that gap. And in fact, instead of narrowing the gap, it widens the gap. So grab your cup of tea, your coffee, if it's glass of wine time, whatever it is, and let's have a conversation around the decision table. I hope wherever you are in the world right now that uh, you're loving yourself first because you can only give out of what you have that you are careful of the decisions you're making so that how they are affecting others around you and that you're thinking, how can we as a collaborative keep making better decisions, more effective decisions at the decision table to keep movement forward? I've just come off on the back of three amazing, and I mean amazing days, uh, with the Global Human Intelligence Forum. And there's just so much we can begin to pull apart. Um, I'm very, very, very grateful for amazing leaders across the globe who decided that uh, if we were to come together and create a space where it was safe to have conversation and we brought anything and everything to the table, I think that we have to be careful wherever we are that instead of creating spaces where uh, we're putting forward things, we're actually holding people back because no one wants to step up, no one wants to come, no one wants to have a voice because if they have a voice, what does that truly mean? You know, and I can only speak from me, myself and I, and, uh, you know, I hate injustice. I hate injustice with a passion. And I hate it because as a young girl, I was put up for adoption. My mom, who I never met, had me at 16. And I went in and out of family homes. I went in and out of a lot of different situations. One of the things that I knew as a young girl was that I didn't have a voice. I felt that I had to fit into other people's systems. I felt that I had to listen to authority and authority was if I did everything the way people who were in the authority wanted me to do it, then I was okay. If I stepped outside of that, I wasn't okay. So I got a lot of biases, a lot of conditionings 
by the environment in which I grew up. And I realized as I grew into my teenage years that although I loved people and I, I was always in little roles of leadership from a very young age, I just stood up for other people. And I realized that no matter what I was doing, I was only ever band-aiding the situation. And I became absolutely fascinated. How can I not just band-aid a situation, not just be part of the noise, not just feed the monster of anger, pain, hurt, but actually bring difference and start what I call shifting the dial forward. Forward to what? The solution. Because I realized that, and I and I worked with really tough, you know, from the gangs, from those that were um, felt the only way to, um, you know, do life was prostitution, from street kids to those that had very little money and an environment that really didn't help them to, to move um, forward. Now, it was in those times, those times that I realized when I was there, oh, my gosh, I helped. I made so much difference in their life. But if I went back and found out what that person was doing, what was Mary doing, what was Tom doing, what was Harry doing, they were doing the same thing because I hadn't changed or given resources or tools for the default system to change. And I want to say that one of the things that I am so proud of the Global Human Intelligence Forum in those three days was there were people who are willing not just to become aware of what the situations are and what they don't like, the problem, right? Because that's what we talk about, the problem. And then we go, we want that solution. And not that we have the solution, not that we know the solution, but we're willing to make steps towards and to be with people for three days who felt that way, who were ready to listen, because sometimes that's all we had to do. You know, when when on the second day and we were listening to the king's story and their evolution of the beloved, and then we were listening to Earl bring his wisdom as he identifies as American of African descent. And that opened up this amazing conversation. We could have gone, we know it all. By the way, we don't. We could have gone, I've heard it before. You know what? In those three days, there were so many droplets of wisdom I haven't heard before because I haven't heard it through the lens of someone else's perspective. And I often wonder when we don't give voice to those that are meant to be at the table or can be at the table, that we actually miss out. We miss out on opportunities. We miss out of that learning that can only be gained as we listen through their perspective. What are you missing out on in what you're doing? Are you missing out or do you know it all? Have you got the solutions to every problem that is happening across the world right now? Man, fly around the room, show me, tell me. I want to hear it. Here's the thing. I think together we can come up with some really great 
great solutions at the table and a time where it feels quite hopeless and a time where it feels challenging and a time that I don't even want to turn social media on because I see feeds of just hate and hurt because here's the thing hurt people will hurt people it is a pattern in your DNA and we need to stop hurting people and bringing the solution to the table and I know that, and this was the amazing piece about the three days, was I felt there was hope. There was opportunity for possibility. And there were people who are willing, not just to become aware of what's happening across the world, not just to become aware of there is so much problems here, but to go, how do I own that? What does that look like for me? Do you know, I didn't even, five days out from the Global Human Intelligence Forum, I was bawling my eyes out. I was so upset. I was like, this is just too hard. This is, this is, there's so much going on in the world. How do I bring a platform where I just want to see us have a different conversation and bring a safe space? How do I do that with so much turmoil in the world right now? And I really was challenged. How can I do that? And I realized if I didn't do it, if I didn't, even if there was only one person that turned up to the Global Human Intelligence Forum, if there was only one person, that that would be giving one person a voice. And I thought, if I don't do this, if I don't keep opening this platform up, I may be stopping one person to have a voice. And so I decided that day, five days out from the event, that no matter what, no matter how many seats I got on the table, do you know we had no one booked at that point, five days out. Get that in your head. We had no one. It wasn't showing that this was going to be a good thing. People were saying it's so amazing. You're going to have so many people. By the end of it, I think we had over 70, maybe 80. I can't remember what the final total of was of registrations for that. And we had this beautiful stream of people coming in and out, um, you know, depending, because in leadership, I get it, we're running communities, organizations, companies. And so, um, you know, people would be messaging me, I'm so sorry, I've just got to pop out to a client right now, but I'm coming straight back in. We had people on there till 4 a.m. in the morning. Why? because it was a platform that was safe, people felt they had a voice and that they were able to add value at the table. We want to be heard as humans. We want to be seen as a human, seen in whatever that is that we are meant to be seen in. And it's really tough when systems create these boundaries in which we are not allowed to have a voice. Or we're conditioned to be in environments that as long as you do it this way, that's good. As long as you speak over here and do it like that, that's okay. But don't, don't waver from the pathway. Only do it like this. So how, when we are not the same, we are not, like, if I talk about the racial tension right now, I have to, I have to say something. Here's the thing. I'm not black. I'm not white. I don't even know what color I am. I'm kind of brown depending if I spend lots of time in the sun. 
Other times, not so much. Do you know, my birth mom was full European, so white. And then obviously the father's side, which I have no idea, by the way, what that was, has the brown. So what is that? What does that mean I am? How do I identify? I was born in New Zealand, but I live in Australia, have lived here over 20-something years. What does that make me? How do I identify with who I am? How do I have a voice at the table? Where does that give me rights to have a voice at the table? And so that's where I go. One of the things we do have is we have all those beautiful distinctions. That's what I talk about, distinctions that we bring to the table. Those are my distinctions. They've made me who I am today. And as a human, I have rights. As a human, I want to add value to humanity going forward. As a human, I come to that table just as you can come to that table. And that, my friend, was the power of the Global Human Intelligence Forum. We, you know, I just, I saw humans going, how can we make this a better place? How do we leave a legacy behind that not only affects those that are in our world now, but the generations to come? I've got two grandchildren, another one on the way. How am I leaving a a platform for my grandchildren? You know, one of the things we had at the um, forum was this amazing panel, and it was to give voice. And I said to give voice because you already have a voice whether you choose to use it, whether you have the right environment to use it in, I just want to give voice. I want the next generation to have a voice. And we had some amazing people on that panel. And my son was one of them. Now, if anyone knows my journey with my son, he has, you know, he was born with half his brain, brain damage and speckles all over on the other side. And in fact, the doctors said at, uh, what was it, 28 weeks, I think you should, uh, you need to kind of decision are you going to have this kid now because he's going to be dead anyway um, or are you going to just, you know, prolong it? And I made a decision from that day at 28 weeks when he was inside of me, I would fight for that boy. He is literally one of my heroes and he had a voice on that table. He had a voice there. And I remember him saying, you know, just this beautiful little sentence and I and I will phrase or whatever you want to say and it was, Um, It doesn't matter what change is, even little changes change. It was something like that. It wasn't exactly those words. Um, I can put it in the comments later. But it was so powerful. It doesn't matter what change we make or have or bring, just as long as every little change is small change, right? And I'm just like, if I didn't listen to him, if I didn't give him some space to have a voice, I never would have heard that. And maybe I would not make those little changes so dramatically. When I saw my son after big operations and they thought, okay, this time again, he's never going to make that through. And he would get up on that walker. And I remember taking a photo one day of him getting up for the first time on his walker and that determination on his face. And I remember taking, putting him after therapy, putting him back into the car, taking him home, settling him down. And I said to him, Ethan, I said, hey, you know in therapy, when you're in physiotherapy and you got up on that first time on that walker, I said, what were you thinking? Because your face showed such determination. 
And he didn't hesitate. He just looked at me and he goes, Mama, he goes, I know that you know what I'm going through. And he goes, if you can do it, I can do it. And I was like, wow. From that moment on, I don't care what the world wants me to do. I don't care what the expectations of systems around me. I don't care about the biases people have towards me. I do care that I have a voice, that I am doing what I am meant to be doing, and that I keep doing that every single day I have breath. And that was kind of the topics around the forum, that we started the first day around awareness. We don't know what we don't know. But boy, girl, when we know what we know, there is this time, and that's what we moved into the second day, where we, we owned it. We start owning it. So you know what you know. There's an ownership, and it starts with me. It starts with you. And then we moved into going, once we've done that, how are those decisions affecting others at the table? So I know there's a lot of tension. I know there's a lot of injustice. I know there's not much peace right now. I know all those things. I'm part of this world too. But I also know what am I going to own and how am I going to act upon that? And I think that was the beautiful day of the third day of the forum where we took people on a journey to experience how to take action, what that can look like. And I, I'm excited because from the forum, we are opening up a platform called Human Connection and it's the Human Connection community. And uh, this is where we will continue. We know we began to open up conversations. We know that we have only started what is possible, but all we want to do is begin to shift that dial forward. And we know at the forum, we began to shift the dial forward. It's not forward like this, it's just a little bit closer to bringing solutions. So human connection is going to be a community where we want to have these forward conversations. We will do one day forward conversation forums where we will deep dive even deeper into some of the conversations that we brought up at the forum. And I'm excited about that because um, it will be a community that support each other. I've talked about this before on the decision table, but I continue and I will continue because it's my work of, um, you know, way before the pandemic where I saw isolation was an epidemic in amongst humanity and culture. And I felt that I wanted to shift that dial from isolation to collaboration. And, you know, the forum was a beginning of a um, what I believe is a beautiful ecosystem of collaboration. And so the human connection community is going to be exactly that too, where it's community driven, where you may be working on a project, I'm working on a project and there's co-working spaces across the world. And we're going to be checking in, making sure that you're doing what you need to do. I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing but there's going to be support in there. There's going to be beautiful training. There'll be, um, just as we had amazing, amazing speakers at the forum, you know, we have access to that for the community. And so there'll be once a month, that sort of side of it. Um, I hope out of the community, because it's community driven, that we will realise there are some 
pods that we need to set up or things, projects that we all want to work on as a community to shift that dial closer to solution. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how we can not just be aware of what's happening across the globe, um, but that we can continue to take ownership of that within the group and then take action. So there's so much goodness. There's there's, um, you know, I think about the group and, and the human connection and I think part of it is having other smart people around you, people that have your back. They may not understand everything about you. They may not even agree with you 100%, but they know that you want to add value. And so they've got your back in that way. So you've got access to smart people. Um, you know, one of the things that was so good about the forum was I got to hang out with some amazing people for three days. And it made, you know, by the end of it, I felt so, I was just pumped to be hanging out with what I call my tribe. And I believe it's the tribe that will change the culture. Imagine if we as a tribe joined together to shift that dial forward by 1%. And that to me is how we bring change. I can't do it as in a massive big thing across the world, but I can do it. And you know, what is great about this group is that we look at local, we look at, um, I'm just trying to think how I said it. Anyway, we look at local, we look at global, we look at, um, you know, community. How does that work? And there's no space where you don't fit into our, our community, our tribe. Because you know what? We believe that whether it's your personal, professional, your spiritual, your physical, all of that takes part of who you are and what you bring to the table. So if you're leading and you want to lead in the, any of those areas or that looks like something that you love to be a part of, then um, make sure in the comments, wherever you see this, that you go hashtag curious. I think that was um, Giovanni that's, uh, no, sorry, it was Cameron, Cameron Brown who said, uh, you know, there is a need for us to be curious. Um, so hashtag curious if you think that this human connection community sounds like something you'd be interested in because we don't want to stop. We are just beginning to get momentum. We're beginning to open up what what we started at the forum and we want to continue that. So, um, yeah, hashtag curious if that sounds like something you'd be interested in. Whew, I think I needed to say that. I think, um, you know, one of the most powerful things was at the forum, we had the space to say whatever it was that was on our heart, to, to share where we have questions. Uh, and I think that is the best learning tool that you have is to be able to ask great questions. And it's something I do a lot of. I love to interview people uh, because I think that there's, it's like that onion that I talk about, peeling back the, the layers. And when we ask questions, we get to hear behind the scenes. We get to hear other levels of thinking. And it is those thinking that we have to decide whether that's going to give us more of a voice or we just leave that beside and go, that was great for you. I'm not taking that on board. But unless we know, see, people set things up, people 
create models, people create strategies, people create companies, businesses, organizations. And that might be right for the way they do it. And it might be right for what they're meant to be bringing to the world. It might not be right for what you're meant to be doing. So we need to be able to learn the why behind things as much as how to do things. And uh, just because the world tells you to do something doesn't mean that it's what you're meant to be doing or how you're meant to do it. And maybe there's other ways in which you can do that. And I hope human connection, the community will open up those doors where we can learn more ways. Because I have to tell you, and I'm finishing up now, but I, I know that when I was the nomadic CEO, in other words, traveling across the world and uh, going into amazing, amazing different cultures, different um, countries, I experienced something I've never experienced before. And it may be the thinking behind uh, how they do life, how they run businesses, how the government works. I learned a lot around um, Croatia and how that really has established to where it is now and the struggles that they are facing. And I can only imagine with what's happened across the world how that puts even more pressure on a place like that. Um, but I didn't know all that until I spent time with those that are on the ground, those that are in amongst it, those that have been brought up in it. And I think there's so much power when we hear other people's stories, when we're willing to listen, when we're willing to uh, realise that there is so many other perspectives out in the world that maybe we haven't even heard about it. You know, we had Brian on the third day, um, you know, and he, he talks about religious freedom. And I, well, it was such a privilege to have him at the table and to give him a voice because so many of us are made up of a, our purpose, our spiritual side, our soul, whatever that is for us, and yet we don't always have a voice. And I just am thankful that we had people who came from so many different spaces, stages, environments, thinking, and there was not one, not one hate moment in the forum, but much of love, respect, and humans wanting to bring change. There is hope in this world, and the hope comes and starts with you and me and us. So there we go. Uh, I've had a couple of days to percolate after the forum and I think I just wanted to share that with you. It was kind of some reflective moments from the forum, but it's also how does this relate to what's happening and then what is the next steps? Because I think it's important that you realise we, we know we are just opening up. This is not, we haven't made it, we haven't fix the world, we are just beginning to shift that dial closer to solution. And I hope you'll come on that journey with us. I hope this has been beneficial. If there are things that you feel that we need to bring up on the decision table, there's questions you have, then make sure you put those in the comments wherever you're seeing this. Um, for those that are in the Global Human Intelligence Forum, just letting you know we will be closing that 
uh, Facebook group down in 10 days. And uh, that's when the Human Connection community will open up. And uh, we will continue in the leaders' movement. So if you're seeing it in there at the moment, we will continue in there. Uh, but we will be closing over the, in 10 days' time, we'll shut down the Global Human Intelligence Forum Facebook group. So, you know, shout out if you've seen this, if you're seeing it on YouTube, then, you know, keep, keep, sharing it and uh, sharing any questions that you may have because maybe you want me to get someone on here um, that you would love to see us have a conversation with around a particular topic, then put it in the comments. You know me, I'm willing to have any conversation, willing to, um, you know, take this as long as we are looking at the problem, we're looking at the solution and going, how can we narrow that gap? That's what we're about. And big love to you all as you go about your day or maybe finishing it wherever you are in the world. All right. See you soon. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe. Ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change, and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.